0: Good afternoon, Happy Hump Day, everybody! It is Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Sorry, sorry, ear screeching substitute filling in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Uh, thankful to have you with us. Excuse me, one second. We uh, we have a lot to get into today. I, I thought we we. Covered a lot yesterday, but here's my favorite thing about shows like yesterday: we went off on a topic that I had not planned for, which was great. You guys carried it, and it was it went very well. We we got all sides of of um of the topic, but it wasn't planned, which means some of the stuff that I put together for yesterday, I can now carry over today, which means I had a little a little help putting my show together today. So thank you to the audience uh, for that. I I mean, I don't really want to get into this uh, too much, but, man, was last night a rough, rough day at the Key Bank Center. Wow. I, uh, you know, it's still early in the season. I know people are going to push back on that statement. It's still early in the season. Uh, I really want to see this Sabres team play some good hockey. You know, I mean, hopefully the Bills play through February. But I need the Sabres to get me from the Super Bowl to opening day for the Mets. So hopefully they can turn it around. Hopefully they can figure it out. Uh, It would be nice if they can figure it out tomorrow at home against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Right before the, uh, I believe that's the last game before the holiday break. I'm going to confirm that before I say something wrong. No, it's not. They play at Madison Square Garden on Saturday and then go um, into the holiday break until the 27th. So hopefully they can turn this thing around uh, because if you look at the schedule coming up, they've got a lot of uh, national television appearances. They have a, they have two TNT games coming up, uh, and another ESPN Plus game, an ABC game. So hopefully they can turn this uh, turn this thing around. As I always say, love the Sabers. Um, and you know i mean 9 to 4 sounds bad and things have not looked great but if you remember the season after the lockout in 2005-2006 uh they lost 10 to 4 a game that season if i'm remembering the score correctly they lost 10 to 4 i believe to the ottawa senators and then turned it around and almost went to the stanley cup should have gone to the stanley cup If they had one or two less injuries, so hopefully, hoping they can turn this around, maybe um, a nice streak. With you've got three straight original six teams coming up with Toronto, New York, Boston, um, and then Columbus again. So hoping they can turn this around. I think they can, uh, or at least at least just start playing some better hockey. But like I said, don't look at that score too much because the year they were a game short. Of the Stanley Cup, they lost a game in the middle of the season, ten to four. Uh, I know because I was there. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty. Star nine thirty gets you on the uh, show. Whatever we are talking about today. Um, now tomorrow we're doing a Hallmark show. Yes, we're going to talk about Christmas movies, Hallmark movies, and the knockoff Hallmark movies that you see popping up. Some might even be better. Than what Hallmark's putting out this year. So we'll talk about that tomorrow and on Friday. We will uh continue with the festive topics. Well, we'll have some festive topics for you today as well. Uh talking about the Buffalo Bills, right? They have a big game on Saturday. Now you might say, Joe, they're playing a Chargers team. They're 12-point favorites. Yes, but we've seen this team be heavy favorites and not perform. Uh so it's every game's a big game. Every game. Is a playoff-like game. And uh, you got the Chargers this weekend. By the way, DirecTV, last I checked, does not have Channel 2. Uh, Now, this is a peacock game nationwide, but in Buffalo, it's on Channel 2 because of what I think is a great NFL law uh, that the local market has to have the game rebroadcast on an over-the-air channel. I think that's a great – I think more leagues should do it. I know it would be difficult for, you know, a hockey where it's 82 games or something. Um, But I think it's a great rule by the NFL. And so, if you don't have Peacock, you'll get the game this weekend. But if you have DirecTV, you'll either need an antenna or a Peacock subscription. Unless that problem has resolved. Uh, So, but every game. These next three games are playoff-like atmosphere. And let me tell you, New Year's Eve, not only... Is that a big game for the Bills to to win and set up a match with the Dolphins? It could be Bill Belichick's final game coaching the Patriots in Buffalo. Obviously, he'll have one more game the following week. But rumors are he's gone after this season. So that game on New Year's Eve could be the last time you see Bill Belichick in Buffalo as coach of the Patriots. Um, And it's been a pretty long tenure. So there's another caveat to add to that New Year's Eve game. Uh, so, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm excited for that, but right now, obviously, all focus is 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Well, we do have to start, and I know David talked about this, but I'm not going to let David be the only one to get the, um, to, to do a little talking about this. Uh, Charlie Speck, you know Charlie Speck, he writes in the Buffalo News, and he had, uh, I mean, the article that had to be written, right? I mean, we talked about this on Monday. We talked about pull, the uh, Poloncar's tweets from the county executive. Uh, Charlie Speck puts out this um, article today, and I'm quoting. This is from the Buffalo News. This is not, you know, uh, biased W-B-E-N, or whatever people want to say. This is from the Buffalo News. All aboard the Mark pulling cars Drama Express. Yes, that is the title in the Buffalo News this morning. And... Um, this article obviously talks mostly about the tweets from Mark cars. Um And it starts off, I, I have to give Charlie a lot of credit here. <laughs> I mean, w- where can you challenge anything he said? You know what I mean? Uh, he says, after a brief hiatus um, to win re-election, the Mark Poloncars Drama Express is once again leaving the station. And it, it just points out stuff that... Really, if you have followed the county executive from the time he was comptroller to now, there's nothing new. I mean, this is someone who wears his feelings, uh, you know, for all to see. And when he's questioned, when when people are critical of him, uh, he doesn't take it well. Uh, he, he has not figured out how to take criticism uh, without reacting to it. Um, believe me, I'm not even really in the public eye that much, right? I'm a fill-in host on WBEN. Um, but you've got to be able to take criticism for what it is. And yeah, there are people out there that will never like you. And that goes for people who are in the, quote, public eye. And that goes for people who you never even hear of, right? I mean, we, we everyone takes criticism. Growing up, uh, you know, in school, we all took criticism, some more than others. I was on the morning announcements in in school. Believe me, people were very critical of that. I had a girl uh, tell me she wouldn't date me because I danced the Backstreet Boys on the morning announcements. What are you going to do, right? I mean, people are critical. Um, I used to uh, announce the, the PA for lacrosse at Amherst before I started playing. If I said a name wrong, you've got everyone looking back at the press box yelling at you, right? And what do you do? Okay, yep, you're right. I'm sorry, let me write it down so i say it correctly the next time and then you'll have people that are just are just annoying to be annoying and they're going to whatever you say or do they're going to say that you were wrong doing it and those people you just ignore i mean i'm 35 right the county executive is is much older than me all right i'm 35 and i know that i knew that when i was 25 i knew that when i was 15 like there are some people out there that no matter what, they're, gonna, they're just not going to like you. And you just have to ignore them, right? No matter what they write or say about you, you just have to ignore them and find the compliments where you can. Um, so this article goes into the tweets that we talked about on Monday. But then it describes a situation that happened during the election. Now, obviously, this was not made public until after the election, um, and you know what? I, I'm obviously right. The Buffalo News put their support behind Mark Poloncars. Cars. They're not going to be critical of Mark Poloncars Cars until after the election. Uh, so Charlie puts in his article um, in the Buffalo News that during the campaign, the Buffalo News, and I'm quoting right now. I, I got to make sure I'm saying this is a quote. During the campaign, the Buffalo News scheduled a video interview with Pulling Cars at 3 3 p.m. on Friday. When we arrived his office at 3.05, after being held for at least five minutes in the RAF building lobby by security guards who wanted to notify the county executive of our arrival, Pulling Cars showed his temper, exicerating me and the news photographer as though we were his underlings. We apologized for our tardiness set up for the interview, here's my favorite part, and allowed Polonkars a few minutes to compose himself because there were people five minutes late? I mean, I, it, it really, and again, no one should be surprised by this. We've all seen this side of Mark Polonkars. Some of us have seen it in person. The rest of us have seen it during COVID-19. I mean, I really do. There are times where he he think, he talks to us, like, we're his children. We're not his children. We are the constituents of the county that voters put him in charge of. And I'm not taking anything away from his 18-point victory. But, man, you just got to grow up. I mean, And that's coming from me. That's coming from me. I've never considered myself an overly mature person, right? I've never pushed back on anyone saying that I'm an immature person. I think that fits the bill. I think maybe I've matured a little bit uh, since the birth of my son, but I would never push back if someone said, wow, that Joe Beamer is pretty immature. Yeah, you know what? You got a pretty good point. But this surpasses anything I could be called immature for. And it's, 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 it's embarrassing. Like, I really thought on Saturday, the tweets that we talked about Monday, uh, the tweets from the county executive, or the post, because it's X now, it's not Twitter, but we're always going to call it tweets, let's just be honest. I thought that was embarrassing, right? Someone who's won by 18%, you know what I mean? Like, when you win over 50% of the vote, like, what are you still trying to prove? And then telling people who disagree with you not to use 911? I I mean, it it was completely... Ridiculous, embarrassing, and childish. But this story, in my opinion, surpasses that. I mean, this is a a a, a um, news re- a reporter from the Buffalo News and Charlie Speck. I, he's been in the studio before. Uh, nice guy, right? Easy to talk to. The guy's five minutes late because of your security and you're going to not only treat them like they're your underlings you need time to compose yourself i can't remember and i'm going to bring tanner if you can, if you have an example say it i can't remember a time personally i've ever been so upset i've had to compose myself tanner have you ever in your life had a moment where in front of people you were so upset that you need a, a minute to compose yourself before moving on. Has that ever happened? Yeah, if you, I mean, this is probably a bad example, but uh, if you ever get in like arguments with your family, sometimes like you might fight over something like trivial, but it just goes way too far, and you got to take a moment. Like I've had that happen before. That's with family. Have yeah. you ever had people, coworkers, other members of the community? Could you imagine someone coming in here and you being upset the way they're doing something and need a minute to compose yourself while they're standing right there? Oh, that – yeah, that's that's a different thing. <laughs> that I cannot right? imagine. Your family – exactly. Your family, but, you know – and that's what Charlie Speck's saying. He's treating them as though they're his, they're his underlings. I could just never imagine doing that in a professional setting. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a bit uh... – that ain't, that ain't right. <laughs> yeah, we've all been we've all been to holidays with the family. and sometimes, yeah, sometimes you might have to go to another room or something. i, I we've all had those arguments. But with a member of the media and you're the county executive, I, I think this is just more embarrassing. And yes, it, now it sounds like you're piling on, right? Because you had the tweets on Saturday. I, all I have to say is, I understand this this story not coming out before the election. But at the same time, this story should have been part of the, of the piece, should have been part of the interview, right? I, I mean, I interviewed the county executive on Hardline that Monday. I talked about, and again, he gave me a, he gave me a full interview. There were certain things, obviously, he didn't answer. But I said on Monday, I go, yeah, I interviewed both candidates. It, it was a little interesting that the county executive, not one point during the interview, did not look in my direction. Again, that's not to the point of this. But, yeah, I said it on Monday. I said I thought it was a little weird. You know, we're having a conversation. And maybe I do a little too much. Like, I stare when I interview people. I look right at them. And and maybe that makes some people uncomfortable. Um, but he would look around as he was answering the questions. But I said that on Monday. And, again, that's not really a big deal. This is kind of a big deal. Again, it, it, it shows the temper of the county executive. And I, I'll tell you, the Drama Express, we are using that here. We are definitely going to – I'm going to use it. I can't say the whole station. I'm going to use the Mark car's Drama Express. I, I really think someone should pitch that show to Bravo, the uh, the real executive of Erie County. I think uh, there is more drama going on in the Rath Building than any of those shows over on Bravo. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty 930 starting in 30, is the number to get on. Uh, I, I don't w- really want to get too far into this because we are getting so close to Christmas. I just want to give my commentary on it. Um, but... I do want a story of a time that you were late and you had to pay for it. 803 start 930, back after this. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Oh, Welcome back. It's Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's a. I'm in a goofy mood today. I don't know if you can tell. I. I mean, I'm usually in a really good mood. I'm like in a, just a really goofy mood today. Um, so, if I get too goofy, just call and tell me. Uh, Joe, can we, can we, can we uh, get back on track here? Um, I have to say, this week so far has been awesome. It, it's waking up. I you know. Waking up late is always great. Uh, getting a little more sleep than I'm used to. Uh, but spending the mornings with my son, you know, going through that routine, and um, it's just been a lot of fun hanging out uh, at the apartment in, during the morning, and I, um, I'm i loving it. I'm uh, loving it. I wish I could find time to, to go to the gym in the morning um, instead of late at night when I do this shift, but, you know, as time goes on uh maybe i'll discover different ways to uh to do that it's beamer in for bowerly now we were talking about the county executive and the story that came out in the buffalo news today if you're just joining us and if you missed david's show this morning um this is what happened uh, according to charlie speck he said in the buffalo news that uh, an interview during the campaign he uh, he showed up at the 3 o'clock was the interview. I'm sorry. I'm going all over the place. There was an interview set for 3 o'clock. They arrived at his office, the county executive, at 3.05 because they were held for five minutes in the Rath Building lobby by security guards who wanted to notify the county executive of our arrival. Poloncar showed his temper and was treating him and the news photographer as though they were his underlings. They apologized, set up for the interview, and then had to allow Cars a few minutes to compose himself. I, I, I mean, <laughs> what? You thought the tweets were bad. I, I think this story uh, shows, shows, that, shows that side, that immature side, uh, the, the temper that the county executive has. We're seeing it here. And uh, like I said, I'm proud of this quote, so I'm going to say it again. There's more drama going on in the Rath building than a show on Bravo, right? I think we can all agree. But it does bring up a good uh, talk topic. What are some times that you were late and had to pay for it? Now, I am not known as being someone who's regularly on time, okay? That does not happen. I, um, for an example, the last two days, I've told my parents I will be dropping my son off at their house around 11.45, I don't think I got there before twelve any day. Like me being fifteen minutes late is the norm, right? Uh, I didn't used to be that way, uh, but I don't know. I'd say the last decade, I've probably been at least fifteen minutes late. We have you know dinner plans or meeting people up fifteen minutes late. That's just how it is. Um, luckily, it has not. It ha- I have not had to pay for that. Now, I did have a prescription at a pharmacy that was due to be filled. Now, the, the medication I was taking, I was not done taking, so I just ignored the text messages, right? Oh, when I need it, it'll be there. Well, I waited probably probably like two weeks, and I went to go pick it up, and they said, oh, I'm sorry, we already put that back. You, you, never, um, you never came and picked it up. We, we went and, and put it back and redistributed it. So that was a time where I had to pay. Not really, because they said come back, you know, in a few minutes and we'll we'll have it re-poured for you. So I, I guess at the end of the day that I didn't really have to pay for that. But, you know, doctor's appointments. Um, some doctors make you pay. Some doctors make you pay for uh, an entire visit and then say you have to reschedule because you were late. They took the next uh, patient. So that is something for uh, you would have to pay. If you were late, because now you got to pay for two appointments. That's annoying. Uh, But what's the time you were late? 803-0930, star 930. Were you continuously late to work? And since you're not Peter Gibbons from Office Space, uh, you know, you you actually had to pay for it. You were either fired or you were told, hey, you know, three strikes and you're out. This is your second day in a row being late uh, without an excuse. Were you Ferris Bueller and skipped school nine times? Uh, and unlike Ferris, did not have access to the computer system at the school. So uh, you had to pay for that. 8030930, star 930. I would have to say, at school, I had perfect attendance in eighth grade. Never had perfect attendance again, but I had perfect attendance in eighth grade. Pretty proud of that. I think my parents still have this certificate somewhere. Um, so, as I said, have not always been someone who's regularly late, but now, definitely. If we make plans, we usually make them fifteen minutes later to give ourselves that buffer. Uh, so eight oh three oh nine thirty, start nine thirty. That's the number. A time you relate, or are you just a habitually late person? Or let's look at it from the other side: Do you know someone who's habitually late, and you are annoyed anytime you have plans with them because you know whatever time you say? They're not going to get there. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. 930 Star 930, if you'd like to chime in on that. Also, we'll bring this up. On Monday, we talked about the Chick-fil-A incident. Well, it's not really an incident. The Chick-fil-A bill that New York is trying to pass. That's not the name of the bill, but pretty much. The bill that New York State is trying to pass to force Chick-fil-A's on the Thruway to open on Sundays. Now, we did about 90 minutes on this, as you know. I think it's ridiculous. If New York State wanted places on the thruway that were open seven days a week, then New York State should never have signed Chick-fil-A. You knew what you were getting, okay? And I, I understand a lot of you out there who travel a lot. I travel a lot. Uh, but there are some of you who travel for work. You're on the road every day. And it's annoying on Sunday when you go someplace and one of the three shops are closed. I get that. I get how annoying it can be. But the deal's been set. The deal's done. So you can't now, after bringing them in and saying everything's going to be okay, you can't now say, well, wait a minute. We've changed our minds. Oh, you don't want to agree to it? We're going to force you by law to open on Sunday. I, I think, again, that is just another example of New York State trying to flex their government arms, saying, hey, we're in charge here. I mean, it it sounds like a very Mark cars like move, to be honest with you. Um, I think New York State is way out of line with this bill. We talked about that on Monday. But we also talked about how there's no welcome center on the 90 at the PA line. You have the Pennsylvania Welcome Center. It's big. It's beautiful. There's really nothing in there except for some nice bathrooms. Uh, And some vending machines. But they have a welcome center. They have a place with pamphlets and brochures and stuff to do in the state. We don't have that at the Pennsylvania line. We have a welcome center, for some reason, in Grand Island. Yes, welcome to New York in Grand Island. But let's look at the welcome center that could be in New York State. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930 And I don't want to just focus on the Welcome Center. What are ways New York State could clean up the state line? And no offense to the people who live in the towns on the state line. But New York State does not seem very inviting. Oops. New York State does not seem very inviting. Don't you wish there was a webcam, Tanner, so we could share that on social media? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was just me waving my my arms and hitting the phone, uh, probably like Mark Pulling was doing when uh, Charlie Speck from the Buffalo News was five minutes late. I I'm sorry. We'll we'll get off of that. Um, isn't there a way? Because right now you drive in New York State, it's it's very uninviting in my opinion, right? Kind of like the Alanis Morissette song. It's very uninviting. You've really got nothing until Fredonia. There's A sign that says closest service station 50 miles away. There's a sign that said we will bill you. But there's no welcome center. Now part of this exercise is we can't take away the stuff that already exists. So we can't take away the sign that says we will bill you. The tolls are there. But how could we make... New York State seem more inviting to the person who is going from 70 miles an hour to 65 miles an hour because, for some reason, New York State's the only state where you can't go 70 uh, through the rural roads of the 90. Uh, what could New York State do? Now, I've, I've mentioned several things, right? Maybe let's paint some of the overpasses because the overpasses look rough. They're rust. They look like they haven't been painted since I was born. It just looks very gloomy driving through the early parts of New York State. It's not very inviting. You go from a very nicely paved 90 through Erie to a not so nicely paved 90 that you are now paying to be on. So what could New York State do? The overpasses, definitely. You ever drive through Ohio? Their overpasses have the town you're driving through or the county that you're driving through. Their rest stops are these huge. You know, New York State, we're spending all this money on new rest stops to downsize. They literally downsized the rest stops so less people can fit there. Now, most of the rest stops, I had no problem with. I thought they were pretty nice. Now, again, visually, the one in, oh, gosh, what's the one? You're going 90 west. It's got the, the pedestrian walk over the thruway, Angola. Visually from the outside, that could use some touching up, kind of like the overpass, right? But I thought once you got in there, I thought it was, it was pretty nice. They had a lot of options they had a nice coffee place in the middle. Now again, if you're at a rest stop, you're going to be dropping big money unfortunately. Um, but you go through Ohio and again, these overpasses are just they they look like they were built yesterday. They've got the town on it. You've got the um rest stops with multiple stuff to do. They're huge, they're welcoming. You're like, "Wow, I'm in I can't make a U-turn, but I'm in Ohio." Uh, you don't have that in New York State. And I think it's just really kind of depressing. And I I am talking specifically about the 90 into New York. But also, if you go on Route 219 and you come into New York on 219, I also think that's a pretty unwelcoming, uninviting uh, entrance into New York State. So how could we make the entrance into New York State more inviting if I'm driving up the ninety, and again, this all came uh, as we were talking about the state trying to force Chick Fil A to open their through-way stops, which they agreed to on Sundays. They agreed to Chick Fil A being there. It, it, it's it's again, it's New York State. <laughs> we didn't get our way. We're going to make a law, but there were plenty of places you could have chosen. If you wanted a place that was going to be open on Sunday. And again, I think it—I it, think it's a bad luck. You're trying to force Chick-fil-A to open on Sunday. Yet you have some places at these stops that, are op- that close at 8 o'clock weekdays. So you want Chick-fil-A open Sunday, but Starbucks can close at 8. Dunkin' Donuts can close at 8. Again, a lot of people travel after 8. And I would argue that more people need a rest stop after 8 the later they're driving. Than during the day. Now, I'm not saying closed during the day, but I think a lot of those rest stops are just as necessary at 11 o'clock at night on a Wednesday as they are at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. So it's kind of interesting that they're only focusing on Chick-fil-A and not asking some of the other places to be open longer. 803-0930, Star 930, Welcome Center. What would be in the New York State Welcome Center? And what are some ways that... Driving through New York, you can make it just a little more inviting and compare it to other states that you've driven through. I mean, even, I, I can't think of a better example than going over the Rainbow Bridge into Canada. You've got the, you've got the New York side of Niagara Falls, which it's a state park. Again, it's beautiful. It's the falls. Then you've got Niagara Falls, Canada, and it's built up. It's beautiful. There's so much to do. I can remember a time that my family and I, we went to, this was years ago, went to the falls, and one of us didn't have either the enhanced license or forgot the passport, and so we spent, like, four hours in Niagara Falls, USA, right along the falls, And, you know, you're just looking over the whole time going, wow, I wish I was on Clifton Hill. Like, wow, look at everything that's going on over there. And there is nothing, you know, there is very little going on here. I mean, there's the Hard Rock Cafe. And then there's a few arcades. Arcades are still very popular in Niagara Falls, USA, apparently. Um, But right there, I mean, it shows. You drive into Canada. Wow, look at everything there is to do. You drive into the United States, where's the 190 to get back to Buffalo, right? I mean, that's – or you're going to the casino. I mean, really, it seems to be your two options. 8030930 930 Star 930. Uh, let's look at the – let's look at the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, some people saying, uh, how about lanes designated for trucks only? Whatever happened to that? Uh, someone also said, I always remarked about how nice the exits of the throwaway looked all the way down south. Uh, the grass was cut. There were flowers. We've got weeds. There's another thing. I mean, if you don't catch them right after they, uh, they've uh, mowed the lawn, you could go a long time and, yeah, things start growing up. Especially at night, that's a little little uh, hazardous. Uh, another person said uh, install, automatic <laughs> install automatic wallet removers right after the toll. I mean, pretty much they are. Uh, the, the joke of the cashless toll in New York State, right? If you don't have an e Pass, we are going to charge you a fee for making us read your license, which, by the way, we have the same technology to do as we do the Easy Pass. It's absolutely ridiculous. Any way to, to take more money, welcome. Welcome to New York State. We're going to take some money from you, right? And welcome to New York State. No matter what you do, we have a fee on it. We have an extra fee for this, an extra fee for that. Uh, someone also said the Angola stop is currently being demolished. Yes, yes. And my point was, you know, they're building all these new rest stops throughout, uh, throughout the throughway. I actually thought the Angola one inside was very nice. Like I thought it had had kept up pretty nice. Yeah, outside visually it could have used some work, right? It, it did look like it was getting a little dated, But I thought inside, it was what I expect from a rest stop. I'm not really sure, you know, now we're going to, from the ones I've been to, the ones that have been done, they're much smaller than the ones that they tore down. Quite the opposite of the rest stops in Massachusetts or the rest stops in Ohio that, you know, visually look very nice. They look updated. They look well-kept they're also not really small. I mean, now you look at these new ones in New York State, it looks like a con- like you're walking through concession stands at a sporting event. Right? It's just three counters in a in a convenience store. Again, they have some good cho- uh choices. We don't have Shake Shack in in uh upstate New York. Yeah. Last time I went to a Tech uh, Virginia Tech Syracuse game on the way back, stopped at Shake Shack at the rest stop. So, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. I'd like to I'd like to put the credit where credits due. I'm glad they added a Shake Shack somewhere. That's, that was a nice visit. And guess what? When Virginia Tech plays Syracuse in basketball in 2024, I'll be stopping at Shake Shack. <laughs> so, great choice. And by the way, Chick-fil-A, great choice. One of America's, if not America's, favorite fast food place. But the deal you signed was for a store that closes on Sunday. You signed the deal. If you didn't want a place closed on Sunday, you shouldn't have signed the deal. To now try to force their hand by making a law, by using the power of government, I think is, number one, a bad look for New York. And, again, I just don't think it's right. I just don't think it's the right thing to do. 803 star 930. Here are the topics right now. Tell me a time that you were late and you had to pay for it. Uh, number two. What is something at the New York State entrance? I'm thinking mostly of the 90 entrance, 90 East, coming up through Pennsylvania at the Pennsylvania line. On one side you have a Pennsylvania Welcome Center, on the other side you have a sign, on the other side you have a sign that says, "We will bill you and the next rest stop is 50 miles away." Let's let's help our friends in Albany. What is something we could do to make New York seem more inviting when you drive through it? And if there was a New York State Welcome Center, let's have a little fun with this one. If there was a New York State Welcome Center, what would be in that Welcome Center? I said a loan office so you can take out a loan to continue driving on the (laughs) thruway. What about you? It, you? We can we can be funny and we can also be serious too, right? What's a what's an eatery that you think would belong in a New York State Welcome Center? eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. Obviously, people from Buffalo would say something wing related. People from Rochester would say something uh, garbage plate related. By the way, garbage plates. I like the garbage plate. I mean, I like wings better, but I don't think there's anything wrong with a good garbage plate. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. Back after this.